Hey guys, welcome back to Honey in the Rock, episode 65. I'm Sophie, and this is Alana. Hi. I found her on social media. I was scrolling um, on my reels, and her video popped up, and I was like, oh my goodness, she's so cute. So I followed her, and just as I continued to watch her stuff, I was like, okay, I need to have her on the podcast. So I sent a DM with my fingers crossed. I was like, I hope she sees it, and she did. Um, And so here we are. This is our second time recording um, because I'm not a professional and the audio got jacked up. So, um, thank you for coming on again. Um, Absolutely. The listeners don't know that, but, um, <laughs> I just wanted to talk to her again. So that's why it happened. Um, <laughs> talking about comparison today and just, um, how that looks in a lot of different aspects of life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, we'll just dive right in and, um, will you share your testimony? Absolutely. So, I was one of those kids that went to church only on Christmas and Easter. Um, my family, we I grew up in a Lutheran church. Um, it was very much stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down, open up that book, read the hymn, close the book, sit down. And that works for some people. Um, but I would fall asleep in the pew all the time. <laughs> like my parents would wake me up. I had no idea what happened. And um, just missed everything God was trying to do within the service. I just didn't connect with it. And now I go to a church that's more Holy Spirit led, like we have like encounter nights, which are huge worship nights where we get up and we dance and we sing and we're screaming, like we're just on fire for Jesus. And it's just a whole different thing. So I started off there. That was all I had for exposure. I didn't get confirmed. I didn't go to Sunday school, like none of that. Um, I knew who Adam and Eve were. I didn't even know who the Holy Trinity was. Like, I was like, what is this Holy Trinity people keep talking about? Now it's like, how don't you know that? But I mean, everybody's at a different stage. So I didn't have anything but that really all through high school. Um, But I, I knew that there was something that kind of made me feel led there. Every time I was done, I was like, I just feel lighter and I feel like good and I feel like at peace. And I didn't understand that that was God at the time. I just was like, there's something here. I just don't know what it is. And when I got into college, one of the girls that was on my cross country team, we got close right away and she's from a couple hours away. So I would have had no idea about her if we didn't run together. And she was like, I joined this church in town. I'd like you to come to the journey group. It's kind of like young adults. It would be good for you to kind of start understanding who God is and just get exposed to it, see what you think. So I joined that journey group and that was my first experience in talking to God. Like we literally read the book, Talking to God. That was what we studied throughout. And um, I just remember like one day I was driving and I was talking to God in my car. I was like, what is this? (laughs) I was like, I was like, anybody who drives by is gonna think I'm a freak. I'm also also a YouTuber, so I would talk to myself in my car with a camera anyway. So I was like, now I'm just talking to God, like whatever. (laughs) Um, So that went on for a couple of months. It was kind of through the winter season, and I really, really liked it. And then I just didn't choose a church. I guess I went to her church like once, and I loved the people there, but nothing like fully drew me in to stay. And so I kind of re-separated again. And, um, I actually didn't like, this is, so I talk about sobriety a lot on my page. Cause I'm, I've been sober since May and I hadn't, I didn't drink alcohol till I was like 19 or 20 for the first time. I know that's not very common anymore for a lot of people that didn't grow up around Jesus and such. Um, so 
kind of after that journey group, about a couple months later, I think was the first time that I had that temptation and I tried it. I'd always been scared of it. And I feel like maybe that's part of the reason I was pulled more away from growing that relationship with God. I just kind of shut it out. Right. And I became that college girl. Like, I mean, I wasn't anything crazy. I was a collegiate runner and an athlete, but yeah. it was still dabbling in it and all of that. Um, and then my senior year of college at the end, um, I kind of didn't like to drink anymore. I didn't like how I felt. I would get really anxious all the time and just didn't feel good. And I didn't think anything of it. And then earlier this year, so that would be another year later. It's yeah. crazy how God stays with you all, through everything you do. Right. right. Um, but I, I, like I said, I do YouTube and I needed a new camera. And I was researching them and I figured out what one I wanted and I hopped on Facebook Marketplace and this is just all God's like to find like divine timing and such. Um, I was scrolling and I found the exact camera that I wanted on there for cheaper and it was barely used and it was by one of my old student teachers that I had. Yeah. Um, so his brother was one of my lifting coaches in high school and he had taught me in like one health class. So I messaged him. I was like, I trust him. Like. Right. I know he's a good person um, and he runs a CrossFit gym. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just go in there. And I went and met with him and I bought the camera from him. And I was like, you know, I've really been wanting to try this out, but I've just been scared. Right. And um, something I, I kind of think about when I joined was like, it's almost like walking into a church for the first time, walking into a new space. It's like, it's scary. Right. Um, but I remember one of my first classes I joined and there was this girl, well, woman, I guess she's like 10 years older than me. I thought she was my age, um, but there, there was something that just drew me to her. And like the first time I saw her, like she was just, she was a woman of God. Like you could just, that I now know that at the time I didn't. And it was actually his wife. And I didn't know that at the time. And I walked up to her and I complimented her and I was like, I want to be friends with you. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, and I later found out that like I had a childhood, like my, my birth mom was a drug addict that went to prison when I was 11. So I've always dealt with a lot of abandonment issues and stuff like Satan really attacked me there because he could. Um, and she is just like the best mama to her three kids. Like she's just has such motherly energy and godly, God fearing mama, like what I want to be when I have kids. And um, they invited me to their church. That was a long formed way of saying they invited me to church with them. And I went with them. And I also went with my cousin when I went and visited her and they had the same kind of Holy Spirit led church. Right. And I just fell in love with the one my coach brought me to. And yeah. I like haven't missed a service since shortly after joining that church, I got baptized. I think it was maybe a month to two months later. Um, I got water baptized in the Holy Spirit and I've just felt him working through me for yeah. so long. And now in the past like month, two months, I've just really dug in, like given it all to him. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of my story. Well, thank you for sharing that. The yeah. that stick out to me every, like, I love hearing people's testimonies, but then almost hearing them the second time was kind of interesting. Cause I heard things that you shared this time that I didn't even notice when you told me your right. story. Um, but the things is just like as believers, it's important to say those yeses to God, whether that's inviting somebody to church, um, sharing about Jesus, just being that warm, welcoming, like 
people want to draw to you. And then right. you're like, why am I coming to you? It's like, oh, it's because of Jesus. Um, so mm-hmm. just like believers, I encourage you to don't be afraid to invite people's stuff and just like be welcoming. Um, and then also, I think it's really cool about the like generational situation of like, you can be the first one, like no matter what your parents' past are. Yes. Human, God created you in his image as your own person. And so you can live differently. And so I think that's just really cool. Um, also that part of your story of like, yeah, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do this. And it doesn't right. matter what people around you are doing. Um, yeah. So that's so good. Okay. So we're going to hop in to comparison. And so um, how have you struggled with comparison in your Christian walk? Uh, when I first started, <laughs> this is so bad now that I think of it. Um, when I first went to church, I thought people were nuts that put their hands up during worship. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I could not figure it out. And now it's like me in the front row, both hands are up. Yes. I, I'm weeping. Like, yes. it's just, cra- it's crazy what God can do. But I remember thinking I wasn't, and I wasn't enough of a Christian to be able to do that. Or I haven't been in it long enough to understand that. Or that's not something I'll ever do. Like, they're just weird. Or like all these things that God has obviously worked through with me. Um, yes. But I know people are always like, well, God made you in his image. And sometimes it's not that easy, but it also is like God made all of us to be the body of Christ, all of us to have our own role. And we all work together when we follow his plan for us. We all work together for good. And with all of the temptation and such, people think you're like a nut when you talk about this, but the world, modern culture is crazy. (laughs) Like it's like, be naked and worship the devil basically and I'm like "Ah!" (laughs) and like it's just it's been small things for a really long time and it's just snowballed and um I think just jumping in and trying something out and not comparing yourself to the people around you there's people in my church that like they were part of a mob like they had like killed people or they had done this or they had done that and Jesus meets you where you are and he forgives you for everything. So comparing your sins to somebody else isn't the way God thinks. All right. sins are kind of the same to him. He's like, I will wash you clean and you will be made new. So just trying to take that like into consideration when you want to compare yourself to other people. It's like God sees you as this perfect being that he created for something. Right. Not to compete with somebody else, but to be your own walk. There's so many people doing what I do but nobody's going to do it the same way I do because God made me to do it one way and them to do another so that's kind of how I deal with that yes that's a good word um I think I've seen comparison like as a Christian in the way of like how long do you study your bible in the morning or Mm -hmm. what does your worship routine look like or um just like right like that just actually you talk to God how you need to talk to God and get in his but my quiet time doesn't need to look the same as everybody else's quiet time. Um, yeah. And so just like fighting that struggle. Um, and then also kind of like a little bit, we're going to talk about social media here next, but just kind of already going into that a little bit, just the social media sense of like, why am I posting a podcast if a lot of other people are also posting Christian podcast? Right. Um, like, I feel like sometimes Satan gets in my head of like, yeah, you're not supposed to be doing this. Why are you doing this? Like, what do you think you're doing? Um, but not right. comparing what I'm doing to what other people are doing because the more people doing it, 
the more people like that will find him um and at the end that's growing the kingdom and that's the ultimate goal um right and so I think it's just like important to like remember my walk with Jesus is my personal walk with Jesus um and God's not looking at theirs being like oh look what she's doing um there's this quote by Hope Harris. She's a Christian author, and it says, God doesn't look to see where we are in relation to his other children. Instead, he sees us exactly here. He intentionally placed us. He yeah. remember, He reminds us that we were chosen for a moment just like this. And I think that just, like, um, was a good reminder. I read um, her book, Purpose Doesn't Pause, and that was in it. Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, God's not like, oh, she's doing this and she's doing this. Yikes, you need to get on her level. He's not right to each other. Um he's looking at us individually. Yeah. Um, okay. My next question is what does comparison look like for you on social media? So, yeah, I've, I've dealt with that my whole life. I actually, I tried to grow on social media from the ripe age of like 12. Yes. Um, my family like banned me when I was in middle school, when Instagram was still kind of new, yeah. they banned me from that and I wasn't allowed to have it. Um, because it was like when Snapchat became a thing and there was girls sending pictures that they weren't supposed to be because we were like literally 12, weren't we, in middle school? I don't know, like 13, I don't know. Um, so my family banned me from having them on my little iPod Touch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> they, banned, they banned me from having it on my iPod Touch. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to download it on the family iPad, go outside, take a little cute selfie, post yes. it. And then I just always loved creating content and um, none of it ever grew to the level that it has recently. And I totally believe that's God's doing. I just wasn't walking in my purpose then. It was more so about me. This is my life. This is who I am. And now I share a lot more about God. And on the comparison side, like you said, there's so many people doing it, but God chooses who sees your content. Right. Like, I posted a reel today that was saying like, why do you post about God so much? People like get, get annoyed with it. Like I liked your other content and it's like my one video might be the video God puts in somebody's life and could be their only touch with God's goodness right. ever. Right. Or it could be the thing that brings them to God Yeah. because he's working through us. Cause we're his servants. Like that's what you want to hear when you go up there. You want to hear, thank you, you're my faithful servant. I don't want to hear, I don't know who you are. (laughs) Like, so um, just, I've really decided that just because there's a Christian influencer that has a million followers and I only have 15K or I only have 300, I only have 10. Right. If I can bring one person closer to him, that's all that matters. So good. So that's that's really all I care about now it, it was a hard thing to get through right. but right. on the other side so much more peaceful <laughs> right that's so good um yeah and obviously like aside from my like more podcast account like on my personal account um sometimes like a practical thing I would have to do is for a while was like I would post something because I wanted to post it I wanted it to have there for the memories um yeah I'll delete Instagram for like a day or two so I wouldn't be going back to see how many comments I had to go book. How many likes do I have now? It just took that like away. There was no right. way. Um, and now I'm at the point of like, I don't care. I'll post it. Yeah. For good. Thanks. You know, yeah. like, thanks for liking. Right. And it yeah. just doesn't really matter. Um, but I caught, I got caught in a routine for a while and I wouldn't have said it was a problem then, but now looking back, I'm like, Oh, that wasn't healthy. Um, but like if me and a friend both posted from the same event, I would go back and compare 
how many likes did she get? How many comments did she get? Oh. And most of the time, it would be more I've done that. And it would right. never feel good about myself. Right. Um, and so it was just like an unhealthy, like, why does it matter? And it goes back to the root of like, where am I finding my purpose? And where am I finding my identity? And now yeah. I'm saying in how I look on social media instead of it's right. a Jesus. Um, so that was yeah. kind of just a reality check of like, I wouldn't have said I was comparing myself to other girls, but I clearly right. was. Um, yeah. But the that- closest day to the Lord the less 100%. likely I am to find my purpose and identity in the things of this world. Right. I liked what you said about like the root. Um, mm-hmm. I, my sermon on Sunday, my pastor was talking about the root of things and the root of insecurity. And that's kind of where that whole comparison thing comes in. It's an easy keyhole for Satan to get into your door and nuzzle in and try and hide in within you. Um, but my one of my pastors, he's expecting a newborn in the next couple months. So he's like, I've been taking all these classes about children and babies. And all they say is babies just eat. They just can't stop eating. <laughs> he's like, you, you burp them. And then they just keep eating. It's just like crazy. And something he said that really um, stuck with me was insecurity eats like a newborn baby. It won't stop. It will continue to steal unless you look at yourself through God's eyes. And I just thought that was something that was really good. Like man looks at the outward appearance all the time, but God looks at our heart. And that's the way that we should be as well, rather than being insecure about how I look or how many people like me. Like, does God like me? Am I like making the kingdom bigger? That's all that matters. (laughs) Right, right. Um, Yeah. And when we're walking close to the Lord, that's really all that matters. And I think that's kind of what to fight against comparison that daily fight is just staying in his word, starting your morning off in his word. Um, right. Like you talked about the music, like listening to Christian music, being listening to yes. sermons, just kind of taking out distractions. Yeah. To, like gone, almost like block the enemy from having any way in. Um, Literally. Yeah. I was, you know, like, did you ever have a stage where you would drive around with your friends and like listen to music and stuff? Yes. Okay, so that's all I did in high school. And the yes. other night, my one of my friends, she's 40. I'm 23, but she's like my best friend. <laughs> um, her daughter is the same age as my little brother. They're both in high school. And she has been going through some stuff, and she just needed, like, a release. So we were driving around listening to music, and it was a bunch of oldies and stuff. And we were, like, screaming and singing and stuff. And some of them, like, I just looked at her. I was like, I need to skip this. I can't believe I used to sing this, but, like, the conviction – Right. Of like the things that I'm actually saying. Right. I was like, it's crazy how all this stuff is embedded in our music and you just sing it and say it and you don't understand. And it's just, it's way better to just listen to worship music. <laughs> and it can actually be, there's some good songs out there. There um, are. Yeah. And it just, it's like honoring to the Lord and it's going to draw you closer to the Lord without even realizing it. Yeah. Um, okay. And so you talked a little bit about how some of your, social media presence kind of started and working out um, that ended up how you started going to church was because at a gym. Um, so did you ever struggle with comparison and working out, whether that's like, Oh, she looks stronger than me or body image kind of thing. Um, and how you said you're a college runner. So kind of what did that look like for you um, in struggling with comparison in that aspect a- aspect? Um, and then kind of what does that look like now that you're confident in who you are? As right. Not- right. I, I've dealt with body image, um, a majority of my life. 
because I think it's, I've gone to therapy and all that, um, obviously to work through some of my stuff and like having a parent that kind of abandons you as a young child makes you feel not good enough and gives Satan no keyhole in. And sometimes that manifests as body image, eating disorders, stuff to try and control. Um, so I've, I actually had a diary entry when I was like 11 saying like, I just want to be skinnier. So yeah. I, for as long as I can remember, plus with just modern culture, like everybody edits their photos to make them smaller and make them look a certain type of way. And it's just, it's really sad because again, that all stems back to the root of insecurity that we talked about earlier. Right. Um, and it was definitely hard as a collegiate runner because I'm built more of a lifter, crossfitter. Like I'm just, I'm built to have muscle. Like yeah. my legs, like I have huge muscular quads. They're like, right. both of the girls that I would run against, their legs would be the size of one of my legs. Right. And it, it was really hard because I didn't really know God at the time and I didn't, I didn't love my body and I thought that I wasn't good enough. And that's so why I wasn't the top runner. And that's why I wasn't this. And it's just, I was created the way I am and God gave me the gifts that I had for a reason. Yeah. Um, so that was something that was really hard. And then coming into a CrossFit gym where I have the body type everybody wants, yeah. um, that that was something that was really hard for me because I was dealing with so much body image issues because I still hadn't really met God when I first started the gym. And my coach is like, Alani, you have nothing to worry about. There's people talking about how they just want to be you and they just love how you look and like they want to have muscle like you. When I'm sitting there, I don't know how to use half of the equipment. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, they're so much better than me. And like, they can lift so much more and that's who I want to be. And all this stuff. And my coach is like, you just need to be you. Yeah. He's like, people are looking up to you and you're brand new. Um, so as I started to grow a relationship with God, again, like I said, in the past month or two, is when I've really started to drop all of that body shaming of myself. Because again, God made each of us the way that we're supposed to be. Right. Um, so that was something that was really hard. And it takes a lot of work but praying about it and just reading God's word and getting closer to him just helps with everything. Yeah. And um, it talks about in Psalms, like you're beautifully and wonderfully made. We're made in our yes. mother's We're made in his image. Um, yes. And we're a temple to him. And so it's like, yeah, treat our bodies well, work out, you know, do good things for your body, but right. you're also made beautifully in his image. And I think sometimes when we're looking so far in at like, Oh, what do I look like? What am I doing here? It puts yeah. stuff on us, and it's like, actually, let's just point it back at Jesus and look at yes. what we do. Um, yes. But I think comparison creeps in in the way of body image and in working out in sports um, in so many ways, and that's a way to let the enemy kind of attack. Um, right. Found it just says the enemy wants you to compare yourself, so you either feel less than other people or you feel prideful and so yeah. in the way of working on pride like body image and working out and or even instagram he's trying to make you feel less than um oh look at what they're doing look how many likes they have look how you know skinny she looks or whatever like he's just trying to get in to distract you um and then sometimes he's does it the, the satan tries to go the other way of making you pride right. and being like well i've been a christian longer than her or i can do this or i can do that and why are we comparing? Like we're all right. individuals. Um, 
Okay, one more verse I'll share is 1 Corinthians 12, 4, and it says, now, therefore, there are a variety of gifts, but the same spirit. And I just think that's so cool. That goes back into a lot of things, but that's something I've been just focusing on and looking at. It's like God has given me a gift to do something, and God has given a lot of other people gifts to do something, too, to grow the kingdom. And right. I stopped comparing what I'm doing to what other people are doing because it's just shutting me down and saying, yeah. I shouldn't be doing this. This is dumb. Somebody else can do this better than me. But it's like, no, God gave me a gift so I can use my gift to point people to Jesus. Yes. Um, and other people can do that as well. And that's good. Right. Um, so that's all my thoughts on comparison. Do you have any other thoughts? Anything Just else? keep being you. Let, let whatever God gave you to be shine through. Good. I'm, I'm not saying be you as in be that person you wake up before you get in the word and you have all these bad negative thoughts. Be that person that God created you for and that loves people. Um, because I was listening to Stephen Furtick from Elevation Worship the other day. He's like, there's two of you. He's like, it's in all of us. It doesn't matter how holy you are. He's like, you can read King James Version or you can read the New Living Translation. He's like, I don't, it doesn't matter. But there's two of you. There's going to be that person that, uh, wants to be mean to people, wants to compare, wants to do this because you're flesh, but showing up and being you that God made you to be right. is going to be the best decision and yeah. it's going to be the happiest one. Right. So. And what's kind of cool about it is not saying like live your truth or right. all your yeah. saying that it's, it's be that, Those are such bad sayings. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad because it's like be you who God created you to be in yeah. his image to grow his kingdom. It's it's not all about like, oh, actually me. It's about what God can do through me and who God created me to be. Yes, 100%. Make his name known. Yeah. Well, that's good. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story and talking about all of this. Um, yeah. It has been so good. It really, it made me even like this morning after um, we had a test run, um, I like <laughs> thinking this morning. You know, just like aware of how is care comparison creeping in in my life. Um, right. Even though I'm confident in who I am through Jesus, it still creeps in of like, oh, my thighs are really touching right now. You know, right? Like, yeah. Not, um, or like, oh, does your acne look like this? Did your hair look like this? Like little things. And I was just aware of it. Um, and kind of just pushing that aside and focusing on who Jesus is. And so it was a really good reminder for me. And so I hope. Um, it's a good reminder for the listeners too. Um, yeah. but I appreciate y'all listening and I appreciate you coming on and I'll see y'all next week. Bye guys. Bye.